0: Lush, large, waxy, green leaves. Green to red berries splayed out over long, downward sloping branches. Protection of grandmother trees that have been living above them for decades. Roots reaching down into dark, soft, rich soil from centuries of volcanic and organic matter. These are the coffee plants you will see covering the hillsides and forested areas of the Chiriqui highlands in and around Boquete, Panama. The culture up here, for the last few hundred years at least, has been strongly influenced by the growing and protecting of this exotic plant and commodity. If you want to taste amazing coffee and see how good coffee is grown, then come to the side of the Volcan Baru and visit Boquete. Welcome, and thank you for joining us for Season 1, Episode 5 of the Pana Familia Podcast with Eduardo and Nicole, where we discuss our experience relocating to and raising our three young children here in Panama, share our journey of building our new farm and home here in Central America, and let you know what we're learning along the way. We're glad you're here. Vaminos! our trip to Boquete last weekend, and on the last episode we kind of mentioned doing a recap. It was kind of a joke, but then we figured why not? Gives us some content, and uh,
1: We're comp makers now. We gotta talk about everything we do.
0: <laughs> so we wanted to share with you guys um, our trip. We were only there Friday, or sorry, Saturday and Sunday. Just a short one night trip, but we tried to Kind of go to all the major, I don't know, attractions or like reasons why you would visit Boquete. With kids. With children, yeah. So this wasn't like a parents trip or adult trip or anything. Yeah. So if you have kids, um, if you're a family, then it's definitely doable to take a weekend there. Uh, So Boquete's up in the mountains um, called the Cheriki Highlands. It's like an altitude of 1,400 meters or almost 5,000 feet, which is a pretty high altitude. It's still, you know, rainforest, um, tropical weather, but it's definitely cooler. I think it stays probably under 28 Celsius most of the time, and that's probably high.
1: Yeah, or 80 degrees. Yeah. It's pretty cool down up there. Yeah, and it's,
0: uh, it's cloudier. Um, I don't know it's just it's beautiful so it also stays like a little wetter and um, lusher green I guess and I would say from like if you were driving there from Panama City it would probably take I mean I'm assuming 10 hours or plus 10 hours depending on traffic but if you were to fly from Panama City to David it's I don't know, an hour?
1: An hour at, at, at most. Yeah, an it's hour It's a pretty outside. direct shot. Um, getting there is not very complicated. Um,
0: there, it says like Boquete Highway yeah, or something in W. Since
1: it is, uh, you know, a lot of people go visit there, it's a pretty, uh, pretty straight shot to get there. And yeah, it would be pretty far drive from Panama City, but that could be a good excuse to uh, see all of Panama because you <laughs> basically have to go through all of Panama. The whole country, to get to Boquete.
0: yeah. Once you drive into the town, you can um, see um, how much care they take to make it a beautiful town. There's uh, beautiful flower arrangements and like art installations with like plants and flowers. The downtown area is is really cool, and you kind of just drive right straight into that, and you just immediately start seeing just restaurants everywhere and shopping coffee shops um coffee shops there's lots of viveros and like just side of the road kind of um pop-up tents with like plants and coffee and fruits and vegetables and just yeah it's just kind of all around you and the busyness is just right there as you enter the city or the town
1: and this uh this is probably the most touristy town we've visited Uh, in Panama and you can definitely see it right away um, Because of all the restaurants and just like there's a lot going on which is nice. You know, that's a that's the nice thing about tourism It does create more businesses and commerce Um, So food options are there's a lot of places to eat a lot of different places to eat. Um, There's a lot of stuff to do Um, most of the people going to Boquete are people that are retired Um, younger people you know backpackers oh, yeah, hostel backpackers, yeah um people that are staying at hostels and then people that want to get away from david you know local panamanes that want to get away from the heat because you know it, you know david is an hour away but you could uh drop 10 degrees you know celsius just going from one hour up into the mountains and mm-hmm. you know uh
0: it seemed like they probably had a nightlife there too. It seemed like there were lots of bars and yeah, and I think that's where the places. younger
1: Panamanians and the people you know kind of yeah. go up there to party a little bit. But it's not oh, it's not a overwhelming, mingly no. like
0: Some party crazy party, party town. town. No, no, so no. I mean, we
1: walked around <laughs> downtown uh, with the family around eight o'clock, and yeah. it never felt like. No, there we are lots saw, of families. There. Yeah, lots of families. It never felt like, oh, maybe we should close the kids' eyes when we walk by that place. <laughs> um, it's a very, very neat town. But
0: many retirees um, either choose that place or look into it just because there is a huge um, retired community there. Um, we've talked to a lot of people here where we live that, um, that looked into that area, too. And any relocation tour that you take is going to stop in that town and, and show you around We also, like, as soon as we started driving around the outskirts a little bit, just immediately you just see coffee everywhere, all over the hillsides, any, like, nook and cranny or open land almost. Just it was, like, coffee plants everywhere. It was – and the coffee plants were beautiful. I haven't seen – I mean, I've seen coffee plants in pictures, but, like, to see them everywhere with their, like, big waxy leaves and green berries, like – they're just they're beautiful and they grow tons of it up there because of the climate we stayed at Airbnb that was like a I guess kind of like an apartment slash like mini hotel and it was about a five minute walk from downtown it was really nice it wasn't too expensive because when we did look at Airbnb everything was really expensive except for this this one place and I'm not sure why because it was really nice but it was more of a hotel room because it was like a one room thing with two beds a kitchenette and a gorgeous view of the eastern mountains which we were able to watch the moon come up that night it was really magical we were like what is that light yeah we first like thought shining was shining over the mountains yeah we thought
1: someone had some obnoxious light on yeah the, or you uh, were
0: like oh i think that's the city on the other side or yeah. something i was like and that the, is a lot of light
1: and then it kind of just I was like oh that's a moon
0: just it's, the full it happened to be a full moon yeah it was really pretty and then the next morning we were really excited to watch the sunrise right there so we watched that too and just had a nice slow morning and then uh headed into downtown for a delicious breakfast at uh sugar
1: and spice sugar and spice um yeah that's uh one of the perks of that town is uh there's a lot of places to eat um a lot of different places to eat you have you know burgers you got mexican food you got um, like pan, diners, kind diners, of diners, a lot of diners because of I'm assuming the older, uh, retired crowd. Um,
0: bakeries,
1: bakeries, a lot of bakeries, a lot of coffee shops,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just a lot of options and. Uh,
0: so we kind of saw it as like a food tour. Yeah, it's more about us. the food. Yeah, food <laughs> tour
1: for us. Yeah, and then so yeah, we went to a coffee shop and we tried the uh, famous Geisha coffee. Um, it's just this. I'll let Nicole talk about the Geisha. Oh, I don't it. really know about it. It's just um, a
0: super specialty, expensive it, coffee bean, I guess. Yeah, it's just yeah. a
1: super special coffee that they grow up there. And uh, we just like, oh, screw it, let's try it out. Um, and it was uh, kind of a like a show the guy put on up for us. <laughs> we smelled the coffee beans and told them which one smelled better. And um, he would tell us one is natural or one is uh, washed. Washed. And one is uh, just like how it's picked or how it's roasted. And we picked the 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 non-washed one. That that one smelled way better. And he just put it over a table and brewed it right in front of us with some like coffee filter over like a test tube lab. <laughs> it's Look called a, a pour over. Pour over. Very
0: serious of the serious coffee. Drinkers yeah. Use so those. he was making it in yeah. front of us. We haven't him, used it before. Yeah, we've never <laughs> used it
1: before. I I mean I I've come to appreciate coffee over the years because of Nicole. Uh, she's more of a a coffee connoisseur than I am. I just you know, drink it. I'm um, just like wine. I just kind of throw it down the mouth and enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, it's just more, that was more of like do it while you're here. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be drinking that. Geisha every day if I lived there, but you know, it was like, Oh, we're here. Let's do it. You know? Uh, and that was pretty fun. That was, uh, you know, it's kind of like drinking tequila in the town of tequila. Yeah. Know? Yeah. There's a lot of hikes to waterfalls, but like they just, they're all, two hours plus to get to the waterfall so we can't do it with the uh, kids so we went to a coffee farm first
0: well what about uh carmen and lazar's that was really pretty
1: oh yeah we first went to our friends carmen was and lazar's Saturday, yeah. uh they lived a little past boquete up this like loop uh road that takes you through boquete and then around it and then back down we hung out at their, their place They have a beautiful spot right next to one of the rivers yeah and uh, just we just beautiful. hung out there enjoyed the views um walked
0: around you walked around their property walked around their property
1: and then um then we took a drive up the mountain that loops back down into town and we saw a lot more produce uh farms they grow a lot of their produce out there just because of the milder climate um we saw peppers we saw onions we saw tomatoes
0: yeah lots of greens and stuff
1: a lot of lot of you know greens like cabbages and stuff like that and uh yeah, it was really nice. Um, kind of reminded
0: me of, like, when you drive through, like, Watsonville and stuff like that. You know, all the greens in the ground and the sprinklers. and the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: The soil is just dark, dark, dark. Yeah. dark and, you know, it's just it's all volcanic soil from... Because uh, it does... Uh, nestled up against Volcan It's on the other side of Volcan
0: Yeah, well, we walked around downtown that evening looking for food. We were going to go... Oh, we were looking for a falafel place that uh, Eddie had found on Google. Speaking of, like, I just wanted to say, like, Google Maps here is very helpful. Like, we don't ever use the Apple Maps. Like, we use Google Maps. Not that this is an ad for Google, but... Um, Unless they want to pay us. <laughs> but... Uh, we like saved favorites and, um, it all, yeah, I mean, we read through the reviews on there, but anyways, this place was like a food cart we were looking for and we just couldn't find it. So we just kind of started walking around and Eddie finally found his street food that he had been looking for the last three months. And it was some guy cooking up a bunch of meat kebabs and it looked good and smelled good. I think he had his two. I think those were like his kids, his teenage kids working with him. It was kind of a cute little family place and it was big and it was busy so we just got good. hot dogs and kebabs and
1: vegetables.
0: Stood around. Yeah, there were some peppers and onions on there. And we just stood around and ate that. And the next day, we got breakfast at Sugar and Spice, which was recommended by a friend here. And it was like a really cool diner, it was very busy. They also have like a bakery uh, with lots of good breads and pastries. Of course, we had some more coffee there. I feel like we drank a lot of coffee. Yeah,
1: you drink a lot of coffee yeah, up there. I... Also,
0: at Carmel Lazar's, they gave us that coffee tonic, iced coffee tonic thing. Yeah, that was
1: <laughs> that was a uh, that was pretty good.
0: Uh, and then after that, we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? I think that's when we went to um, the coffee farm, right?
1: We drove up to the mountain. Uh, and found a coffee farm that nicole found called dos jefes
0: it was only like five minutes or five to ten minutes from town yeah, yeah. but you feel like you're far away because you but, go in the mountains but it's like right there yeah like everything's
1: just like right there you just just these roads you go straight up so you get away pretty quickly yeah yeah um but we ended up at this coffee farm we walked around for a bit um they
0: do really cool tours there but we didn't want to take a tour we just want to like visit yeah
1: walk around and we saw all the stuff they use and all the coffee you know I guess would be considered a coffee orchard I don't know <laughs> oh
0: plant plantation, plantation I, I
1: guess them, yeah.
0: uh, all under like big shade trees yeah that's was, how coffee likes to grow yeah just yeah. everywhere
1: and uh it was beautiful. yeah it's beautiful beautiful views of town and then from there uh we found a place called eco park which the best way to describe it is like uh park slash
0: theme park kind theme of? park Like a nature theme park? Nature theme park. Yeah.
1: Um, Geared
0: towards families with kids. Geared towards
1: families with kids. And it's on top of the mountain. Nicole just found it on Google, and we just went to it, and... uh
0: Well, you can see this giant cross on the hillside from the town of Boquete. Yeah,
1: there's this giant cross. And I was
0: like, oh, that's where the cross is. I thought it was like a lookout point, but it was like this whole theme park thing.
1: Yeah. And there's just like a handful of rides for the kids. Um, And there's just a lot of beautiful viewpoints and a lot of walking. And there's like a little trail there you can take. Uh, Nicole went down the avalanche is like their main ride, which is basically an inner tube going down the mountain
0: a slide like a slide like a slide, yeah, slide. A slide. <laughs> and she was
1: screaming louder than jude so that was pretty funny
0: <laughs> i only went down because i didn't want Jude to go alone yeah it was a lot faster than i expected it was pretty fun That's, but there is an entrance fee too to get in so it's not like a free for all no complete. it's not free yeah. it's like
1: a you know there's people working there it's an actual theme park and uh, some people say it's kind of a steep price for that place but hey like it's pretty well taken care of it's clean um the workers are all very nice the workers are all very attentive and uh, Mm -hmm, um you know it's it's not gonna be free to be at a place like that Mm -hmm. but they had a petting zoo a very big one a very big petting zoo with a nice tour with a very educated guide it wasn't
0: like the fair in turlock where you just go into a a pen with (laughs) a bunch of animals and they lock you in a gate (laughs) yeah no no
1: he like walked you through and you know you saw everything all these animals turtles uh
0: bunny, bunny yeah.
1: sheep, uh, chickens, ducks, um, everything, pigs.
0: There were deer there. Deer, I've never yeah. seen deer. White-tailed in a, deer, like, yeah. at a petting zoo. Um, yeah,
1: and there's a restaurant there. We were pretty full from breakfast, so we didn't eat. Um, but yeah, got just got the top,
0: which was really nice. Yeah,
1: the, the weather makes everything so much uh, enjoyable. You know? Yeah,
0: it was like sprinkling a little and breezy, and up on the mountain top, kind of, you do this whole loop through it, and it was just, really beautiful and enjoyable up there I mean I would love to go back
1: you know if you have no kids I probably wouldn't go um
0: yeah I mean not for that price you could probably find a hike similar to that for
1: free for free yeah or five dollars whatever it is
0: but it ended up being really great for the boys they really had fun there were lots of just random like giant swings they could swing on and we all swung on there was playgrounds that um our three-year-old and one-year-old crawled around on you were going to take me to one other park at the end, but we didn't go there because you'd be sick. Oh, there's
1: a, there's a park in the middle of town with a bunch of flowers. Um,
0: like a botanical garden?
1: No, it's like a... It's just like a little park you walk through, like a little oh. walkway. Um, they
0: just have, a like, a lot of kind of, like, floral art, like I was saying. Like, they just do really pretty things with all the flowers and stuff there which was like they had these big archways with like potted flowers and you like walk under them. And then at night they're all lit up too, which was really cool. And there's tons of butterflies there because of all the flowers. When we did the trail at the eco park, they had all these signs for the different birds you could see there. And they had the bird's name in English and Spanish. And then the, the like scientific name of the bird. So, I mean, it was right up like our alley. We stopped at sugar and spice again on the way out to grab a loaf of sourdough, a croissant, and you got like some chocolate cream pie. And that was- I wanted
1: cheesecake, but- The cheesecake beat. was already out, yeah. yeah.
0: It was nice to have those resources there. It's not something we're used to here, you know? I mean, that's a, the price we pl- pay for like a quieter, um, slower town. Um, so going there, it was nice to kind of splurge a little bit and get some stuff that usually, you know, We don't have or we like just have to make at home.
1: Yeah, we kind of once we were driving home, uh, we kind of like this is a place that, you know, I can see why people choose to live here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not for us because it's not close enough to the ocean, but we like the fact that it's not that far away from where we live right now. So if we do want to get away from the heat, um, we can just go up there. I kind of we kind of figure that can be our spot to get away from the heat because a lot of it for us when we go to places we just want to go somewhere that's beautiful, and then we can have some good food. I kind of had my, what I thought was going to be, I was kind of like, oh, do I want to go there? It sounds a little touristy, but mm-hmm. it was oh, fun, yeah. you know. I was, was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I yeah. would definitely, like, we definitely want to go back and, like, have it be one of our little getaway spots, like like Eddie just said. So we would recommend going there to visit. Yeah. yeah there's our... uh boquete recap
1: yeah no we get it we get the the boquete hype
0: we do get it now we get it now we get it now (laughs) it's uh,
1: the boquete hype
0: thanks so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time on the pana familia podcast